Warning, this is a satirical rugby podcast for degenerate gamblers, rugby fanatics, and anyone in between. If that sounds like you, you've come to the right place. If you're easily offended, oh well, who cares, who knows, why bother? Welcome to Rugby Pick'em. Welcome back to Hola amigos, mi hermano, señor John, Juan, tío, John, tío Juan, mi amigo, Barry Hibbit, hola, and me amo BT, welcome back, guys, we have a final, and, uh, que es eso? All right, so the reason for the Spanish here, guys, is um, Johnny is on his way to Costa Rica. Um, he's been practicing his Spanish, just realized he's uh, needed to brush up a little bit. Vámonos a la playa sin pantalones y por qué no? Yeah, so he's getting ready for that, and uh, Brendan's also going to be out of here soon, so that's kind of cool for you lads. A very exciting time ahead, no doubt. We'll see. We shall see. If this is our last recording, then we'll Keep make it a good one. <laughs> <laughs> But we did have a final. The West Coast rained over the weekend. As um, predicted. And yes. No, the weather was fine, but they were uh, the reigning champs. Um, San Diego squeaks one out against Rooney at the death. And uh, the Seawolves finally put the foot down on Toronto in the second half, 30-17. to 17. Boys, first game, San Diego Rooney. Punches flown. Were there, can you fly a punch? Yeah, punches were... No, punches are thrown. They don't fly. <laughs> I don't think there were any punches, but it was pretty physical. There was some high-flying action. Yeah, yeah, great finish, boys. I mean, it was uh, an absolute cliffhanger. Um, I thought there was a cauldron atmosphere there. It, it, it came across so... It was broadcast with such intensity, and, and that was awesome um, that we had... It, a semi-final that close um it was a, a huge uh you know ding-dong battle actually and um it took a big play in the 79th minute to separate the two sides and, and well done uh, san diego was, yeah they finished it they did and, and rooney was right there though like rooney played really a sloppy second half in my opinion they got one try to go ahead sloppy seconds uh cattle marsh hit what was a gimme or uh, missed a gimme kick out in front. And then Rooney was lucky enough to receive that kick. Um, they chipped back. Mm. And the ball kind of squirted out. And they got over. And they were holding this lead. And we were saying, could they do it? Can they do it? No. Your boy, Duplessis in yep. the corner. Yeah, scrappy scrappy try in the end. The ball didn't go completely hand-to-hand. They got a little fortunate that didn't go forward. 78th um, minute. Yeah, but but it did, the, the ball went backwards. Um, you know, a good pickup from Duplessis, and he, he scurried in the corner. And then the moment of the weekend. So this is it, 22-22, yeah. pending kick. Yeah, the, mo- the moment of the weekend, and uh, you got a guy... Uh, I don't know how many of you guys know much about Joe Peterson, but he he was a star for the Stormers in Super Rugby, which is my team back home in South Africa. And, and uh, he, he kicked an incredible amount of goals for us back then and was very fast, as you saw on his breakout, um, and has plenty 
to offer and seems like he hasn't lost a hell of a lot of his form from back then so huge player for san diego and uh right footed kick beautiful right uh, he, he, he stroked it just never looked so, like right. it was it was a stroll in the park for him and you know he's Stroking. and he and he did it and so he's put san diego into a, a home final which is going to be fantastic guys because that crowd again just brilliant yeah the lesions yeah and not the ones on your skin yeah <laughs> Are through to the final. We are legion. (laughs) (laughs) Um, John, the second game had, I think, more just, I want to say it was more physical, but it's really only two or three hits that I'm still remembering because I still hurt watching Sam Malcolm get completely cut in half and destroyed and tossed to the pavement. Not the pavement. The well, the turf can feel like pavement. And we've gone off on that one. But yeah, Simon Manoam clipped him once. He just does that play where he kind of holds on to the ball and draws the defender a bit too long. And I don't know how he kept getting up the Toronto fly half. But at one point, the announcer is like, "Somebody's got to got to tip pull Sam Malcolm. He's not okay. <laughs> His guy and anybody who watched the game knows the hits I'm talking about. I mean, absolutely." Cut right through him, ribs all the way. But he stayed in, 80-minute man. Uh, Toronto just came up short. But Barry, not before. Big Mike Shepard. Yes. (laughs) The intercept try. Look, if Peterson's kick was the moment of the weekend, this came a bloody close second. Um, He read that like a book off the back of that line out. He'd seen it before. They probably had that same one in their their attack. Uh, He read it beautifully, took took, took the intercept and went, what, 40? Yeah, yeah, I would say it was the uh, horse gallop. Uh, it was, ways. you know, and, and last week, Brendan, you were going on about how this guy's the best in the world at the one meter pick, pick and, and go. go. He's, he's Mr. Basic. So he must have heard you and, you know, felt that he needed to demonstrate open more up his of game. his open up and show, show you particular, Brendan, that oh, he's got was, a little bit more than just more one meter game. I was happy to see the big caveman dot down for <laughs> Toronto. Was, that was epic. And boys, I know TMO, we've had mixed feelings, John, because you and I were like, we want to get the call right, but the game needs that flow. Toronto got one pulled off the board. Uh, that would have brought it within one score in the second half. It was one of those lineouts to the front. And the guy caught it, went in, and they went back and said he took it before five meters. And it was so. Also, it was tough. I I would find it very hard to overrule it, but they did. That's maybe it was a little uh, home home persuasion. Maybe a little bit. I highly doubt it's home persuasion. These guys are trying to get it right, but how many angles could you possibly have in a professional MLR game that could give you definitive evidence? That it hadn't traveled five. It's just a really tough position yeah. to be in. So as soon, but as soon as the ref asks for a review of the TMO, what you're welcoming into that situation is the doubt. Exactly. You're gonna. So they're gonna look at it and they're gonna have to make a decision. So like either make the call on the field, which I prefer. Yeah. Let game play which on. Which I think they they call the try. Or or if it goes to TMO, you know, just be. The best refs in the world are specific about the way that they ask the question. Can can you give me any reason not to award this try? Mm -hmm. Or, I don't know, is there clear grounding? Like Mm. there, so you're very clear about your question. Yeah. Uh, So there was also, I don't, I don't, it's really tricky with the uh, penalty try calls. So there was a penalty try called um, for pulling down a mall. 
going in for uh, Seattle. Card, yeah, yeah, and and they called a penalty try. I, I, you know, it may be warranted, like many of the penalty tries called. It's just, I feel like, as with cards, penalty tries should be just very judiciously handed out. Like you can't just call a penalty try because it looks like the same thing that you've seen over and over again where the team is pushing a mall in and just because it goes down yeah they have changed that law i believe uh, the last two years there's been a real change johnny and uh if there's a number of uh, uh parts of the law of the game now where if you are you know clearly clearly trying to play negatively in order to stop a try yeah. there's a lot more in favor of awarding a penalty try so the refs yeah. have been armed with that and, the, and i believe with that concept the concept is 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 in the spirit of the game yeah, yeah. but what it does is because they've coached referees yeah. to, to look for that specifically yeah, yeah. you see it more often well I'll you're just going to see I'll, it more often i'll you're tell gonna... you what it stops i'll tell you what it stops it stops a, a 78 minute scenario where one team is needs a score to win it in very important world cup game all right and then you get to the they get to the, the last play of the game and then the tmo is involved and all the pressure is on the tmo to decide the outcome of a world cup quarterfinal or semi-final it's a huge responsibility and we've seen it already and you and i don't know i actually wanted to ask what is the situation with the tm tmo in major league rugby because certain, some grounds some grounds values. have it and others don't so this obviously is not an ideal scenario what what do you what do you think i, I think they made sure that the semis had it available yeah the, stake, that, the stakes were higher but throughout the season i had heard it used as starfire i mean don't quote me i think i'd heard it used once or twice as starfire but none of the other stadiums so maybe they have uh, did, Glendale, know, did no, Glendale use it no i don't think Glendale uses it yeah they the Glendale did. has used it but again with it matters the situation with the situation with Glendale is like any stadium is like you only have so many angles yeah. you got a couple yeah, camera angles bigger, bigger so as soon teams. as you yeah. ask for TMO and you don't have a decisive call one way you have to know if you're the ref calling the game in Glendale for example you have to have a call going into it mm. and then you have to look for evidence not to call that right. call because what oftentimes happens if if you don't have a clear call and you look for TMO, you might not get a decisive view. It's no. it's unlikely you're going to get a it decisive depends. view. That's so it's tricky. So you're broadcasting, and, and if you're, you you will need more camera angles, John. You'll need more guys on the ground. You'll need, you need more money. Well, there we go. Or you need less <laughs> TMO. Honestly, yeah. to me, TMO TMO stands for too much officiating. Yeah, and. Maybe we. Don't I understand the. I understand the idea of tries for a try calling. You know, for the TMO to just show grounding or was he in touch? Very specific things that TMO can resolve. So, boys, we have a West versus West. We have a couple storylines here. Mm -hmm. Seattle is the defending champs, but they're on the road, and we'll we'll set the line when we pick them later. But I would say they're most likely an underdog, right? Yeah, so we have the underdog ex-champs coming into town um, who have picked up some players late in the season that made a huge difference. Reigning champs. Uh, yeah, that's true. I don't know. Yeah, I, think I, it's a very, I think it's a very difficult one to call, fellas. I, I, uh, I don't know if we've – are we picking them at the moment? It's very or? close. I think this is tight as – Let's talk storylines. Storylines first. Billy okay. Tola came back after being out for a whole year and played good minutes for Seattle. Will he push through as a starter? Mm, I don't know. They had Sama Manoa out there. 
um, at the open side. They got Duchelle. They got plenty of options, but I would stick with the lineup I got. I mean, yeah. Brock Stoller is the leading scorer. And Matty Turner again, guys. That beautiful uh, break. I mean, he's just, he just sets them on fire when they attack. There was a great try from Seattle this weekend. I think you know the one I'm talking about where they bust up the middle. Turner was involved. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, that was, that was a big statement from uh, Seattle. I think that was quite early on in the game as well. And, um, they, yeah, they fell off quite badly on, on, on defense, did, uh, did Toronto. Oh. Uh, and just Seattle got away from them too too easily, really. They didn't bring enough um, of that grunt that we spoke about. We felt that they had to bring their absolute A game in the Ford pack. And they got busted a little bit uh, and didn't get into the game at all. And I think they were, like, went out to about a 17-0 uh, deficit. A, yeah, you know? it's so a it's a, it's a tough one on the road. To come back from that, but a great season for Toronto. Yeah, they got to be happy with winning seven straight. To yeah, get sure. This was one step too far for them this year, but for a first effort, um, no disgrace losing look the semi final. Look out for Toronto next season, definitely for sure. Here's a storyline, John Ben Sima, often criticized for kicking a little too much ball away, playing his old team in Torreira. Probably going to be a starter. Yeah, yeah. Ben Sima actually had some nice chips. And what kind were they? For, <laughs> uh, fl- flour? No, corn. There were corn. Okay. Chips. Corn chips. Um, but yeah, we'll see if we get a kicking duel. I'll take Joe Peterson, to be honest. <laughs> um, but old Joe, I can't believe it. So yeah, what a no. moment. What yeah. a moment for the fans there in San Diego, boys. I mean, so, they, made, they went absolutely berserker when that kick went over, and that must have had a huge party. That's what rugby's about, guys. So good. Such a moment. It's a good piss-up. I wish we would have been there. Um, But, boys, before we get on to eventually picking them, this is kind of sad for us. This is the the end of the spring season. All the leagues wrapping up. The seasons are changing. We're into summer. What are your emotions right now? Dude. There's going to be less rugby. No. Mountain rugby, sevens. Like we're playing rugby in the mountains, the Cow Pie Classic, Aspen Rugby Fest, all the things. Everything's percolating. Plus the seventh series, I think, gets busier and busier as you get these kids coming in from their college You're programs. Talking club sevens. Club sevens. Okay, now we're yeah. feeling a little club, club sevens club swagger. Sevens. Yeah, yeah, it was a little too early, two weeks ago when I brought it up. Uh, well, we're percolating, John. That's a good word. Yeah, we're running out of rugby, but um, are you going to mean? But then, then the test matches. Oh, that's true. World Cup year. Everybody's. Yeah, it's World Cup year. <laughs> no, don't worry. We got rugby. We got good. so much rugby. Like, I'm curious who's getting selected for the national s- squads. Like, there's, there's a lot of uh, test matches coming up oh, here yeah. as everybody's like really ramping up. The the. What do you call it now? Tri nations. The four nations. Quad nations. Four. I think so. Yeah. Rugby championship. <laughs> championship. That's it. The rugby championships coming up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, uh, which is going to be watered down, unfortunately, this year. The rugby championship. They play one less fixture, I believe, in a World Cup year. Um, that is, yeah. That's that's always been a great. Let it slow. And we were looking at Argentina for that, uh, Johnny. Um, oh, speaking of them, boys, we got to do a little table talk. It's the final week of Super Rugby, and Barry, who has slogged their way through that tough. South African conference on top this year. Well, I, I brought it up because I, <laughs> so that you wouldn't actually have the benefit of making fun of me. But yeah, um, Argentina have uh, topped the South African conference. It's unprecedented. Um, we're all a little stunned. But, you know, they have played great rugby. When, when you consider that 80, 85% of these guys are going to be playing for Argentina in the World Cup in a few months' time, 
and you look at the way they're playing against some uh, not overly strong but still pretty solid uh, South African teams and they've dismembered them this weekend they cleaned up the Sharks um, in front of a packed stadium at home and they, there's a real buzz about this uh, Kagawaris team and it's, it's, it's great to see and, and they can push the Crusaders uh, but they, I think they're going to need a home final if they're going to win this thing. So they need someone to knock the Crusaders over. Yeah, they they won't pass them right now. They I don't are... see them winning down in in Canterbury in a final, but I think they're good enough to get to a final. Those Jaguars team. Vamos, 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 Jaguars, los Jaguars. There we go. No, I'm happy to see them win for yeah, sure. They're, it's, they're, 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 they're it's going to be great preparation for their World Cup because I'm <laughs> this team is probably going to have played together more, way more than any other team going into this World Cup. And they've got I'd a lie. massive advantage now with this I'd team. actually like to find some betting lines on Argentina as a sleeper to win the World Cup. Or, I, or I, to win Rugby Championship. They could yeah, do it in a water but there's not a lot of money betting on Rugby Championship. What I'm talking about <laughs> is... The money line. Well, okay. I, okay. the way that the way this team is playing, and I don't know how many more guys. I don't think it's very many. Huh? I think that was part of the controversy. Phil Kearns from Australia came out saying, "What the hell are these guys doing in Super Rugby? This is an international team." And it really, from you know, so, uh, do you not want your competition to be the to, best? To be better, yeah. Exactly. And I'll Look, defend the Jaguars. Yeah. Super Rugby gave them a license for yeah. a franchise, and they're filling it with national players. Yeah, they That's did. They, they well, well, it was going to collapse, and what they did was somehow they managed to convince all of their, and I mean, just about all of their current national players that were playing in Europe to come back to Buenos Aires and to play for the Jaguars. That must have cost them or someone a huge amount of money <laughs> because these were some top, top players. Yeah, the wine barons, the wine and beef barons. Yeah. Of then they added the next <laughs> level of talent and they've got a good under-20s program in Argentina now. They've added the next level of talent progressively over the last three, four years. They have actually now, invested deeply into their programs. Completely. Too. And they've consolidated their, their, their whole freaking national team into a provincial side. And yes, this year after three or four goes uh, or rather unsuccessful attempts uh, this year they've done it and they've been in fact yeah, I love to see it's it. a strange table um, you love to see it the Brumbies top out another terrible weak Australian conference uh, nine and six they'll pull the third slot and then the wild cards are just filled with uh, all those South African teams Bulls Lions Stormers oh my yeah Stormers are still alive boys that's uh, it's been a dreadful season but somehow we still have a chance <laughs> Uh, we've got one more game to go to see if we can oh squeak into these playoffs. But I don't see us going any further, guys. We need to put this year behind us. The Australian us. Conference was trash this year. They're literally almost all in the bottom half. The Rebels somehow, yeah. if the playoffs ended today, would go as the eighth seed. They just got beat 66 to nothing by the Crusaders. Another dominant year, 11-2-3. Seba Reese, watch out. It's just, it's just so hard. I said it right before the started, and it still appears to be the case. Yeah. It's so hard to look past the Crusaders yeah. yet again for an umpteenth Super Rugby title. It's just been unbelievable how they've dominated this competition. Strong. Johnny, you got anything for us? Oh, the Crusaders are not changing their name Ooh. amid a lot of controversy or controversy, controversy. as some people say <laughs> yeah they're not changing the name but they're dropping the crusade when you put when you put the, uh, the the big knight the actual literally knight. riding around yeah the, slicing them they already canceled the knight on the horse on the field yeah yeah because they would bring the uh, knight the, out yeah, they on would, the field yeah and, and they were crusading yeah and with it's, a, it's a whole sword. political thing down there in new zealand guys it's a it's a political thing everywhere yeah. Everyone likes to bitch about politics, but yeah, if, like that's just like saying, "Oh yeah, like 
People um, shouldn't have emotions. Yeah. Politics are just like the way we figure out how to coexist with other people in yeah, the world. So, exactly. yeah, it's all a process. It's a process, as some people say. Ladies um, and gentlemen, breaking news. Our producer just walked in about 35 <laughs> minutes into the podcast. We're going to welcome on Devin Martling. Dev? Hey, hello, Florida man. Hello, hello. Hello. So, Dev, we're getting to the end of the show here. Okay. Um, but have you seen those uh, U20 highlights? We got a good tournament going on right now. The U.S. is not in the top tier of the. What, what do they call them, Johnny? There's like tier U- one, tier, tier two. Okay. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's how as I, it as it were. Very sensible. Yeah. Um, but the tier one highlights, Barry, quite quite amusing. Lackabri. Some actually, guys, go to YouTube and go and have a look at some of the highlights reels of some of these tries being scored at this U20 World Cup. Uh, sensational stuff great crowds down there in Argentina uh, supporting this tournament right from the first game Um, highly entertaining as always I remember last year the French had a particularly strong side Uh, New Zealand are always very strong and uh, the pace that these kids are playing at Johnny is is, is impressive Um, it's unreal these are the future stars of our game so very entertaining right so not just future some of them are ready now for sure like last U20s um, World Cup you had the Will Jordans of the world, like, running rampant for New Zealand. And he is now shredding it for the Crusaders. And low-key, Steve Hansen has actually he, – he's – Steve Hansen is the – as the head coach of New Zealand, he, he picks his, like, go-to people. But he has low-key mentioned Will Jordan as one of the bolters, potential bolters for yeah. the World Cup squad. This guy is 20 years, 20, 21 years old. Hansen Everybody likes to sprinkle the age group. He likes his veterans and his but new... It's, like, it's all about continuity, like, guys. you got to take a couple of kids to a World Cup. And you're, 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 you're very best. you got you got to take them. <laughs> Some of these, like again, like and this is over the years, yeah. you see who comes up. I mean, even like Pollard. Yeah, like, yeah. Pollard was uh, U20's stud, mm-hmm. shredded it for the Springboks, and then came up straight away the next year yeah. in form and crushed it. He did. So he did. He, it, he, it really is a testing ground for Andre. Andre Pollard. Yeah, he'll be at the World Cup later this year. Um, yeah, absolutely, Johnny. It's it's a it's a great breeding ground, and 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 to see the very best around the world um, having a, their first taste of. Of big of professional rugby or what professional rugby could be like, and playing in a an under twenty World Cup, what a great experience for those kids. So, man. so let's like look at the let's let's watch these kids and see who's the. We'll do some predictions coming out soon. Yeah, we tease, love the Aussie. We're gonna lock. tease some predictions. <laughs> oh yeah, the oh, Aussie lock. Aussie that lock. Frost. 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 Nick Frost. Wow, watch out for this kid. He's an absolute oh, he's giraffe, and he can move. Baby giraffe. <laughs> he's a baby giraffe, and he's great. Great to watch. Little Scottish center. McLaren, I think it was. He, uh, he runs like a McLaren, yeah. but he dummies like. Uh, yeah. Oh my gosh, terrific that stuff kid. There. Uh, in New Zealand, their fourteen, their winger was slicing and dicing, but he's also stout. Like, there's a lot of talent going on. It's great to see. You love to see it. Very, very exciting, people. Um, we're a Denver-based rugby podcast. If you're listening to this now. June 22nd, you got to reserve it. You got to get out to Denver 7s. Get on a team they've already registered. If not, whore on with the social team. Johnny, what do you got? So, 
pick them? Let's pick them. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Matt McCarthy of Rugby Wrap-Up, and it's time to pick them. Who you got? I'll do it again. Hey, everybody, I'm Matt McCarthy of Rugby Wrap-Up, but it's time to pick them. Who you got? San Diego hosting Seattle. Oh, this is uh, just just first you guys. We did call both those uh, semifinals. Uh, we were a little bit off on the spread last time, um, but we got the results right. Uh, you were closer again, Johnny, on your predictions last well, time. Well, you took New York and uh, the points. And yeah, it paid you off. took you took New York and the it points, and uh, you were right because it was only two instead of we we predicted we, seven and ten. Yeah, they did so, not cover. So that was that was good, John. But we all we all got the winner there. In the second game. In the second game, we, sorry, we thought it was about three points. Yeah, we thought we thought it was going to be three points, and it was uh, definitely a bit uh, a bit bit worse than that for for. So let me ask you: Is your gut reaction that? Tell me if I'm off. San Diego is the favorite at home. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. like it, more than our standard favorite of three. Okay. What do you willing to? What do you think this handicap is, John? No, I I think it's a pick 'em game, dude. I really? think. I really think Seattle's coming in pretty yeah. strong. I, I think everybody's going to talk about San Diego. Everybody's going to talk about San Diego, and it's the easy pick. But Seattle's coming in they played, they played well. They played very well this weekend. Strong. And they've done well on the road this year as well. Uh, yeah, I, I, I like that call, Johnny. I've been thinking San Diego all weekend since that wonderful performance. But if there's one team that can go there and, and, and probably – you know, piss on their parade a little bit in San Diego. It's going to be the Seattle team. They can do it because they've got that forward pack and they've got that blitz and that X factor we spoke about last week. So, yeah. Uh, All right. So, Tommy, we're doing a pick em game. No spread. Winners only. Well, well, I have thought like President Obama is supposed to be in uh, San Diego. Oh, did you hear that rumor? I take so. <laughs> so, exactly. There's your but pick. As who the, for, the, for the game, uh, who knows? Who cares? Why bother? Oh, because Seattle is coming in to San Diego, and they're—I uh, don't know. We'll, we'll see what happens. I love it. I love it. That's our Tommy well, no pick segment. Well, there's, a, there's a no picking right there. That's a hot. Tommy's a one of the best at not picking the game, and I love it. Um, Seattle in six. <laughs> they're not playing a seven-game series, but that would be awesome. <laughs> Seattle by six. Guys, I'm, I'm going to say, I fell in love with the hits. Sam Malcolm, the poor guy. Oh. They had to drag him oh. off the field. The announcer at one point was worried for his health. Um, so when I'm the going. The announcer's pulling to get the guy out. You know, yeah. It's like, <laughs> mercy rule. Yeah. But, yeah, I'll, I'll take the big hitters in San Diego, and I'll take the closers in the back with Brock Stoller and Bryce Turner, um, Matt Turner, yeah. and John. It. Rock Stoller. Rock Stoller. 20 inch rim on the Impala. There's another guy, Jeff Hassler, who's apparently Canadian national with the freaking ponytail. Yeah. He's a player. He That must be nice sticking it to uh, Toronto right before you go to camp with him for the summer. Oh, right. Yeah. Dude, all those guys are all in the same little. So I, I'm planting my flag. Seattle to win. To defend the champion, to go back to back, Devin shaking his head. No, no. Am I am I buying into this a little too much? Am I getting a little too underdog crazy? San Diego by seven. Okay. Ooh. So we got to pick them game. It's gonna be. Are we saying three point game? I say we scrap the line. We say it's a zero point spread. It's a zero. Wow, I like that. 
Okay. Uh, the bookies are really scratching their heads on this one. They can't figure it out. No, yeah. the bookies probay would say San Diego's okay. a favorite. I think San Diego's going to be favorite. Straight here, up. Just, on that, fun, yeah, on that yeah, home no. crowd. No, and you've got Joe Peterson. So, yeah, they got a lot going for them. However. So, zero point game. Zero point Who game. do you pick? Rain City Dickfish. Dickfish? I'm going to go with San Diego. Legion? Legion. I, I really want to. I, I really want to believe that uh, Seattle can do it, but I think the home fans, Seymour Joe, right down the gap for a couple of and uh, yeah, it's going to be a tough one. It's going to be close, um, but I'll go San Diego. Uh, yeah. But it's one or two points here, boys. It's John, very close. should we pull the audio on our prediction for last year's final, Glendale, <laughs> Seattle? I think we picked the Sea Wolves, and I think we were right. Are you going to abandon them? No, I. God. My heart says dickfish, and my brain says legion. What does your penis say? Uh, lots of dickfish. <laughs> <laughs> well then, so I think we just got a pick. We got the deciding vote there. All right. Well, Seattle it is. <laughs> All right. Uh, so we, so we gotta, there's nothing. Oh, worse. Tommy, we, we're split panel. There's nothing more scientific than that. Who you got, Tommy? Seattle and six. All right. All right. All right. So, so we're three two Seattle, but fuck, it's gonna be a good game. Uh, yeah, well, it will be a very very good game, boys. Um, I'm quite excited for it. I think right. just just a quick tack on the on this on these semis. Uh, two great games and great crowds in for Major League Rugby. Very exciting to see. Uh, I'd love to know what the attendance, uh, the uh, actual uh, eyeballs on, on, on TV screens for these two semis were because the, the, the in-stadium experience looked great at both games, and that's awesome. We want to see more of that. Well, Barry, I'll update you on my stinginess. The minute the last week was over, I canceled my ESPN Plus subscription. So that's 6 bucks back in my pocket each month this summer. And yesterday I used... Uh, YouTube TV's free five-day trial to watch the semis. Remind me, I got to cancel that afterwards. Yeah, I can't let that hit. Yeah, forty a month. Good. That's that can't happen. Good content though, John. Yeah. Right? I, I think you saved three dollars on an Uber by using pool last. Oh, night. that's right. We it yeah. did, did take forever to get home, <laughs> but we saved people. We saved. Um, we got a big summer coming for you. We're, we're probably not going to go weekly like we just did. John's going to go to Costa Rica and uh, start a new life down there. But we're going to have rugby pick and bios coming to you all summer. Little teaser, uh, the next generation. We got our first old boy on the mic. So uh, Lenny Martling to hit the shelves soon. Keep your eyes peeled on that one. Barbo old boy, great story. Even better man. Even mm. better son. Mm. PSA for the kids out there, check your sups. Makanufe getting pinged with a little bit of uh, oh yeah doping suspension yeah for using supplements that had a banned substance uh, that wasn't on the label. You got to read your sups. So uh, they the head of medical for USA Rugby actually sent in the supplements. I'm, I'm so curious about the process of how this happens, but sent in the supplements to be tested and said, hey, he was using these supplements. It had a banned substance in it that was not on the ingredients list. Yeah. And so he got um, some like more gentle treatment than normal, but he'll be back eligible for the uh, 2020 series well, that's plus sucks. the 2020 olympics yeah but has um, he been suspended he's been suspended oh, he, he didn't get to uh, do 16 months couple 16 months out the game yeah 
So that sucks. That, that, has, that has gone back to, so he's currently on suspension. The story just broke oh. about the suspension that he's everyone's, been serving wa- it, yeah. everyone's uh-huh. wondering why he hasn't been on the tour. That so. sucks, dude. Like, so, uh, so this is just a PSA. Check your SUPs. But yeah. even if, like you and said, even if tested, you read it, yeah, there could uh, be a breakdown in the freaking production facility. No? I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to play devil's advocate here. And uh, I don't know. Those trainers are pretty smart, so. Uh, I think maybe they might have known what was in it. Oh, the fuck you talking Conspiracy? about. Conspiracy? <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll do a little more digging on that one. Um, but we are an open so like that, source right? podcast. If you ever want to email us a funny <laughs> scoop or a story, rugbypickem at gmail.com. Johnny, good right. luck. It's going to be an amazing summer. Think of the possibilities. Eagles are coming to town for camp. Yeah, what date on that one? Oh, yeah, July 29th, folks. July 29th. Oh, don't sleep on Glendale. That. Get your yeah. tickets early. We better fucking Big. sell out Glendale. If we can't. Big. <laughs> after the embarrassing uh, performances at Dick's for test matches, we better fucking sell out Glendale against the Canadians. John, don't tap the mic. <laughs> Give it a little tap, tap. <laughs> All right, play the trumpets. Vaya con Dios, amigos. Vámonos a la playa sin pantalones y por qué no? Yeah. The West Coast rained over the weekend, as uh, predicted. And yes. No, the weather was fine, but they were uh, the reigning champs. Rooney played a sloppy second half, in my opinion. They got one try to go ahead. Sloppy seconds? Uh, (laughs) To me, TMO TMO stands for too much officiating. Yeah, yeah, Ben Seema actually had some nice chips. What kind were they? (laughs) <laughs> uh, fl- flour? No, corn. There were corn okay. chips. Corn chips. So you count by classic, Aspen Rugged Fest, all the things. Everything's percolating. Actually. <coughs> Jesus Christ. That was a burp. What else would it be? I, man? I just want to make sure nobody was confused. What the fuck Maybe else would burp. that be? Like a it like burnt. pterodactyl dying? <laughs> the Australian <laughs> conference was trash this year. And uh, on the other one, it was uh, a little closer than we thought. We we thought. San Diego would go by about 10 to 14, and it was by two, was it? 
That's who it was. Toronto. We'll have to cut that. Sorry, back. I messed that up. <laughs> Wrong Just take take it. <laughs> Uh, All right, so Tommy, we're doing a pick'em game, no spread, winners only. Well, we'll have some like President Obama is supposed to be in uh, San Diego. Oh, did you hear that rumor? I take so. <laughs> so exactly, there's your but pick. As who the, for the for the game? Uh, who knows? Who cares? Why bother? Oh, because Seattle is coming in to San Diego, and they're uh, I don't know. We'll, we'll see what happens. I love it. I love it. That's our Tommy well, No Pick segment. Tu va de Costa Rica esta mañana. Si voy a ir a Costa Rica mañana, pero no uh, no tengo no soy preparado. No soy preparado, pero uh, esta noche. Es importante. ¿Tú conoces Chile? Su Johnny. ¿Tú conoces uh, Juan Chile Viale? <risa> Juan Chile. ¿Tú lo conoces? ¿Tú la conoces? ¿Qué? Ay, son una... ¿Tú la conoces? ¿Qué es conoces? No. Oh, tú oh, que no sé. Oh, tú con, sé. Conocer. Conocer. Ah, sí. Ok. Eh, eh, mi amigo Juan. Juan. Está una sucio, hay un hombre sucio. Sucio. Sí, güey. El hombre sucio. Y, y muy, muy, ay, ¿cómo se dice ella? Oh, God. My heart says dick fish. And my brain says legion. What does your penis say? Uh, lots of dick fish. devil's advocate here and uh, those trainers are pretty smart so uh, I think maybe they might have known what was in it. Oh the fuck you talking conspiracy? about conspiracy? Mm. Yeah this uh, the U20 um, world championships going on right now Dallas Stafford's been mm. announcing mm. a lot and so he's posted a lot of them. Have you got another one of those Modellas? Mm. I'll definitely take one of those. Care for salt? Uh, no, just straight up. Cool. Now Stanford's got some really cool little chips, hasn't he? Dallas, he's got some. Some he's of like, them. Uh, he had a great. Get time. this guy's business card because yeah. he's employed. <laughs> he's a cheeky fuck. He is. He's hey, got some hey, fucking. He's got some good ones that. though. He's got some good ones. He's, <laughs> he's, he's, he's he's definitely trying to be the. The king of the turn of phrase when you know, but, uh, but it's cool. I mean, you know. uh, I love it. Packy's been, he was the first guy I ever heard call my name over the mic. You know he's from Cape Town, huh? Yeah. But like back, back when the PRP started, they would do Barbo Glendale doubleheaders and we'd get the game streamed. And him and Dan Brown, or uh, Dan Power were together. 
Back in the day. There's a, a lot of good, um, uh, you know, he was at Rondebosch, like we got the four boys schools in Cape Town, Rondebosch, which is where he was, Bishops, which is the private school, which gets all the, all the lower Springboks, and Weinberg and Sachs, and those four boys schools play collegiate fucking, for that, you play for the, the crown in the south, and he was at Rondebosch about three years behind me, so I never played against him, but he was at UCT when I was coaching there. He was playing second team, I think, at UCT. And um, <clears throat> yeah, I, I remember him from there, and then fuck, he popped up here. I saw him at Glendale that first time I came to rugby. No way, bro. Yes, yes. And then I saw him, uh, and then he's actually when I went back now. So many of his mates are actually mates of mine back home. Yeah, that was cool. I, I didn't realize because because they saw they, a lot of people saw me on this rugby wrap up thing. And they said, "Hey, but you know Dallin Stanford as well." I said, "You know him?" And I'm like, "Yeah, he's a mate of mine." I said, "Well, I've met him now, but I didn't know him really back then." But my mates know him. So yeah, we cool. actually met. Um, he he kind of captained the. What was it called? The Maccabi. The Maccabi, yeah. Uh, USA team. Yep. And our good friend, Elliot, Dylan, Ratbag, Herzog, and Taylor Howden were on that Maccabi team. And they got gold in sevens and I think bronze in fifteens. Um, there were a lot of good players on that team. Kevin Swerin, he was an eagle. But Packy played with and Elliot and Packy are two of the more nice. cheeky motherfuckers. Yeah. Very cheeky. You, you watch, need to see this, Tommy. You should watch your your generation's yeah, Go watch the best I of your... Yeah, but you're close enough. They're kind of close. <laughs> Barry, would you say I, I must watch this? this? You must. This yeah. fucking lock from Australia. Oh, my Australia? God. The Australian lock? Off the he bench? He caught too. the kickoff. This is and sick. he ran like 60 meters. Like... <laughs> yeah. I just love that. Kid's 19. He looks like he's goddamn... One full basketball, or at least three quarters of a basketball. They're even faster than the pros. So the, 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 some of those backs are even quicker sprinters. Than yeah, because they're laid on their feet. They're lighter. Right? They're faster. Than, it's like sevens players playing fifteens. So it's really entertaining. Do you guys need anything to drink, or you got you got your cocktails? Uh, you got my cocktails. I'm 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 still uh, sparkling water in it, but I wouldn't mind some alcohol if there's some going. Listen to Stanford. Listen to Stanford. Get that man's business card. He's employed. <laughs> Listen to Stanford. This guy's fantastic. Robbie McCullum. He turns back in. Throws it. Tommy McCullum. Get out of here. <laughs> McCullum, get out of here. I love it. <laughs> Yeah, Tommy. If you're listening right now, you've gone all the way to the end of credits, and you're the best fans out there. Not the fans that just listen for the first half of the podcast. You're out here in the late minutes, so tap yourself on the back. Don't pat yourself. Tap yourself on the back. John, have you heard any whispers? Oh yeah, so many fucking deep, so so many whispers. Yeah, what have you been hearing? Well, 
a year that when the USA assemble, they're going to bring a giant inflatable Todd Clever balloon to like really get the fans riled up. Hair flowing, locks of love. Will it be like animated? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think that's a great idea. Shh. Great idea. Yeah. Yeah. Best hair in rugby. Yeah. Any other whispers out there? I had one that I forgot. Look at this. Johnny, I heard a whisper. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What'd you hear? That's a single whisper. That was it. Somebody just whispered one word. <laughs> That's all, folks. PSA for the kids out there. Check your sups. Know your role.